comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Hey, uh, brother, can I get a list of the words that trigger these fits? Man, you really need to relax. Go see a movie. A movie? A movie. Come on, man. Why, so I can fall in love with some cute black man that teaches white people everything they know about the shrimp industry before they kill him 30 minutes into the movie? Huh? Hey, why don't you walk down that tunnel, black man? Hey, black man, turn on the generator. This dinosaur is out there. Hey, black man, look out. He's got a gun. Ow! What the- I'm here. Episode 224. The moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted. We're the Mickey Rooney of podcasts. It's another beautiful night out on Bill's patio, and welcome to a half hour wasted, guys. Right. It's the same beautiful night, Frank. Come on, we know this. <laughs> yeah, we try. People we try. know this. We're enjoying Uh-oh. the summer nights now, boys. So School's summer. out. What's wrong? We're getting some rocky. I need something to put underneath this. Put it. Put that right there. Okay. If you need it, you'll just have How's to. That? Ah, that's much better. So you can have one of mine. I've got a. Uh, I've got an extra, just... No, no, this a bit is thin. It needs some cushion. Yes. It needs a little cushion, baby. The uh, the microphone is in a coffee mug. <laughs> so, uh, Seems to be working. Episode yeah. 224. Almost to the big... Uh, 300. 225, yeah. you got 75 more issues yeah. before we That's break right, up. Yeah. That's exactly right. Will it happen? No, it won't. I know. But, it, but we got it. But Brad, we have to build it up like DC... You know, we have to do the will, and then well, you know, we got to put out a press release that says, yeah. "Oh, well, we never said that." You right. know, we should, have to word it correctly. Should we admit to people that uh, at after uh, EP three hundred, we're actually going to start renumbering at one? <laughs> we, should, we should actually do a, a reboot. We man. should actually do Woo. a renumbering and and uh, redesign our logo. <laughs> Volume two. Let's bring in one. a whole new cast too. Like, let's take back seats and just have you know yeah. a whole new. You know, well, if we keep this going long enough, I think uh, Zoe and Sage will be old enough to take over for us. Oh, yeah. You know, if we start now, I don't know how linear the show is going to be, but I don't know how we, linear it is if now. If we start planting seeds now, it would make one heck of a April Fool's joke. That would you know be good. I mean? We'd have to time it out, back yeah. time it, throw a couple um, radio random audio files in there to kind of build up the buffer to get to. There you go. Actually, right. if there's 75 more episodes, that's over a year, so we'd have to maybe we could. Maybe we could start dropping episodes like some non-linear editors drop frames. <laughs> or pennies, for that matter. Good point. Anyways. Should have left anyways. that. It dropped tails up. Should have left it. Send me a piece of that corn. So we're gonna we're just going to talk. Oh, you have a contest announce, uh, winner to announce, too, right? Yes. What? Do you want to do that now we or We do contests? Uh, we'll do it at the end. Okay. It'll give me time to pull up the page on my, on my physique. Okay. Fantastic. So, um... 
So this is just going to be comic talk, movie talk, just kind of you know what we've been reading, oh, what's no. what's new, what's what's up with you know what's the. I'll leave that there for the kids. <laughs> let me uh, go. Let me go first with the short and sweet. Uh, I saw Pirates of the Caribbean number four. Oh, you son of a gun! You don't need to see. Uh, the second or third ones because they suck anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. No, they do. They do. The second one was they, fun. No, it wasn't it a wasn't. great movie. It, no, it certainly wasn't. And it wasn't fun. And it wasn't. There wasn't anything good about it. Except that it was fun. No, it wasn't. It what really wasn't fun. It was laborious. The the third one was a bit of a mess. Grant Morrison wrote that one. I don't know. <laughs> wrote That's that. why I like it. The second one was not fun. The fourth one felt like the first one and it was fun and Johnny Depp was fun it's worth watching I, I, you don't need to see it in 3D I, yeah I figured like that like Bridesmaids I put down extra bucks to see that in 3D wow totally worth it though wow oh yeah totally. that's another one Bridesmaids push up Ross <laughs> Bridesmaids was actually pooping in the street Bridesmaids was awesome it is not repeat it is not a chick flick okay where is this sure you just keep this telling yourself chi- that this chick flick thing coming from because the way they were marketing it it looked like it was hangover-ish I never never got the impression it was a chick flick those people who don't pay that much attention to trailers or TV and all they see are print ads all they see are six women dressed up in bridesmaids Uh outfits with the team with the thing bridesmaids and you know somebody like and you went and saw it I did. I went hey, to go see it. You went and saw it too. Yeah, it's hilarious. I'm the only one that hasn't gone and seen it yet. Yeah, it is a genius. Hey guys, Judd, Ap- Judd Apatow. Hello. Hey guys, I just wanted. I just got one thing to say to you guys. It's okay to be decay. <laughs> <laughs> You're just jealous because you didn't get to see the pooping in the street. Good That's point. All I say. It was very good. Hey, uh, as long as I get to see uh, Ken Lung's Wee uh, Wee uh, and uh, Hangover Two, I'll be happy. When it comes out on Netflix, because I'm not going to see it in the theaters. Um. I, I I would say I, I would I would give a, a high uh, a high thumbs up. I'd give it three and a half stars. Bridesmaids. Well, apparently, bridesmaids is a bit of a cultural uh, uh, phenomenon for uh, the ladies. Apparently, they're uh, they're flocking to see it uh, like a Sex in the City three or something. Well, I think Dang, like I'm I said, get, a lot of I'm gonna get emails for this. A All lot right. of people don't uh, you know purposely seek out the video. The pre-video exposure, the commercials, the trailers. Yeah, yeah okay. The, I mean, the, com- the the previews paints it as a completely different movie than imagine, than, you like be, you just said, Brad. Imagine, if you look at the poster, I get it. It's what, a, it's a, imagine it's a being a, yeah. Imagine being a seventy-five-year-old man with yeah. your seventy-three-year-old wife. Honey, you want to go see a movie today? What do you want to see? Oh, I think I saw this bridesmaids poster. It just looks like a cute movie and. Well, honey, I love you so much. I'll go watch that with you. Wow. And then you go see a girl taking a dump in the middle of the street wearing a wedding dress. Okay. And then... Spoiler alert. And then... Um, <laughs> there's, the more, whole, there's, there, there's more action The whole that food way. poisoning uh, scene. Hey, what's not Sexual positions it? that I didn't even know existed. Okay. I mean, you know, there was just like... there. Uh, there's a girl beating up a giant cookie. There yeah, is a funny scene on a plane where a guy gets called a stove... It's Which a, brought the house down. It's a wow. it's a Judd Apatow movie and it's yeah. great. Stove. Is it actually kind of name is Stove? Is it an actual Judd Apatow movie or produced? Okay, all right, produced. Who directed it? Anybody we know? I'll look it up. Batman. Batman. 
Uh, but so, Brad, going back to pirates. Yes. How many? How many reverse flashes uh, out of five? It, I give it three point seven five reverse flashes out of five. Good. That's pretty good. I like that. So that means you had fun. Yeah. They did a good, a good job. Characters. Room I, for a sequel. Oh yeah. Well, I, and like normally, that's you know, I I think it should be a, a federal law that all movies made in America, if not the world. Uh, should have a scene after the credits. <laughs> okay. But this one does, which leads you to believe, okay, there will be a fifth one. You know what I prefer? I prefer the... They'll hit the credits, and they'll roll, like, the, the major credits produced the by... Mid-credit by the mid-credits scene? And then... Yeah, exactly. And then about a minute into the credits, then they hit you that final scene, and Paul then you can get up and Frierge. leave. Yeah, that's right. Paul You who? know, there's so much... Frierge. There's so much real Frierge. estate on the movie screen... Frierge. At the end, when the credits right. are going by, yes. that they should do what Anchorman does. Yeah, use half of it for your credits, yeah, and the other half for either an additional scene or bloopers right. or extra footage. Well, they and do that often, and, and you know that as long as the credits are coming down the left or the right half of the screen, there's still more tidbits to come. Yes, and then that mm-hmm. last one hits, and then you see the first credit roll up in the middle of the screen. You go, okay, I can leave now. What'd you see, Frank? You guys want to guess what the budget was for Bridesmaids? Uh, one million dollars. Twenty-five million dollars. Thirty-two million. Thirty-two. It was that surprise. That is a very low budget. But I yeah, guess I guess is. there's no special effects. It's just well, all cast. That or seems like a lot of money to me. But I guess it's the actresses. Yeah, I mean, Kristen Wiig is one of the funniest women on the planet. She's pretty funny. I she, still, uh, to this day, stand by my statement. There are no. Funny female stand-up comedians. There is oh, not one on the planet. No, there is. Kristen Wiig her... is not a stand-up comedian. She's an actress. Okay. No, hey, there is yeah, one. I her, defy uh, you to to give me the name of a funny female stand-up comedian. I'm working on it. I'm working. I on got it. a Frank fact for you. Frank 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 Frank. Frank. Paul right Paul Fridge Fridge. In 1985, he won $29,000 on the new $25,000 pyramid. Really? No way. That was a Frank fact. Frank fact. Well, Bill looks up that piece of tidbit. Okay, well, Let's talk her, comic books. Her, um, name is, her name is Eliza Schlesinger, and uh, we, you first saw her on uh, Last <laughs> Comic Standing. Okay. And she is, a, uh, she is from Dallas and attended Green Hill School. That's very hoity-toity for those of you who uh, who don't know what I'm talking about. It's like uh, it's like some kind of crazy private school that uh, rich people go to. Um, no, she uh, she was a uh, an. Actual You're really doing winner. a lot for your argument. <laughs> well, you know what I'm I'm looking for it, and you know I'm probably not going to be able to play anything. But no, uh, Eliza Schlesinger is funny, and she's also pretty cute too. Well, let's talk comic books. Let's talk. Um, I'll start off. At the end of, of our comic book conversation, mm-hmm. we'll do the contest the contest announcement. I have a couple of comments I'd like to read from the forum about previous episodes mm-hmm. that'll round out our show. The Black Diamond on wrap. It's by Larry Young and John Proctor. He did the artwork and he was actually went so far as to call his artwork his style comic scope. Comic scope. Yeah. He was trying to um, create a kind of 70s type of big screen feel for the artwork. Mm, I, he got the 70s feel down, but that bigness I didn't really quite quite 
grass. When did this come out that you were talking this about? This came out in not too long ago. Um, let me look this up. Tell you what. Probably about four years ago, I think. And I just got the trade not too long ago. And we decided to buy it. Black Diamond. Never heard it of it. Published. Okay. Uh, let's see. Um, Planet Lar. It's a small publisher. Indeed. 50 years from now, an elevated Planets highway. Aren't so small. An elevated highway spans a nation. Initially, a response to international terrorism, the U.S. government grounds commercial air flight air flights and builds the black diamond the project leader and chief architect is named jim maddox years pass and maddox daughter kate becomes an engineer savant in her own right married to dr don mclean dds they it's have an idyllic they have an idyllic relationship um basically she gets kidnapped he has to get on the black diamond drive cross country to save her is this like the highway and matrix I don't remember that. The it's, highway. It's very dangerous to be in the, the second, highway. In the, the second, in Matrix Reloaded. Um, Come on, I, dude. Is, is the this car chase. The, is this one of the most incredible oh, yeah, sequences yeah. of our modern era? You know, yes. they built, they built yes. a mile and a half long yeah. I do. highway just out, for that scene. Out in Arizona? Yes, it, it is that. Complete with uh, off-ramps and everything. Mm -hmm. And they... Um, it overpasses. The, and this was, the, I remember when this book came out, it was getting a lot of indie love. It was okay. just like, oh, this is so cool. It's so different. It's, you know, it, it, it's speaking a different language or whatever. You, you know, sequentially, I struggled with it a little bit. Okay. And story-wise, it was so just by the numbers. You know, really? guys, guys got to rescue the girl. Okay. That's basically the story. And in the end, he does. And he has maybe two adventures along the way and then there's one comic book devoted to telling you the backstory of why there's no um why the planes don't fly in the air anymore so how many issues total six the the whole story mm -hmm. okay so there's no volume two or anything like that no, there doesn't ongoing. need to be okay it, it was if you guys have ever heard of it it's called yeah. black diamond by larry young Artwork is interesting. I picked it up for half price. Okay. It's, I wouldn't bother picking it up. I would give it two, two it? reverse flashes just for for something interesting, but, so you'd but give no it, more than that. So you'd give it a rent? Not I a would rent. give it a watch it on cable if it happened to be on. Uh, so what's that? Okay. If it happened to be on TV and the remote was across the room, I'd sit and watch it. <laughs> okay. All right. You know Fair what we enough. need? Somebody needs to invent a remote control for your remote control. Mm -hmm. We need to invent a remote control finder where it'll like chirp at you if you yeah. say, Remote, where are you? But it'll that, go, At that point, it's hey. across the room. You yeah. don't want to get up to get it. That's when your remote control, remote control comes in handy. That's there why you, you got to go. keep your phone on you. Because there's yeah. an app for that, brother. Yeah, I guess so. Dude, I can uh, I can control my FiOS uh, through my phone. That's awesome. I, try, often, I tried dude. that, and that was kind of weird, but... It is yeah. weird, but it's just fully functional. The yeah. only thing that's a drag is that the way my system is hooked up... Uh, and, Fi and, use... and FiOS is just a, a, an internet... It's... it's um, for it's, people who don't have it, it's... It, it's fiber optics, it's... Uh, fiber optic TV. It, it's... It's... It's IPTV and cable and stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's it's basically cable TV. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but uh, 
but yeah, man. Um, I mean, I can do everything uh, from my phone. Thank you, FiOS. I can, I my phone can be a remote control. The only thing that's a drag is that the way my system is set up, I use the actual TV volume and I leave the FiOS volume set maxed out at thirty, and the FiOS remote will only affect the FiOS volume. So it's not it's not a perfect system, but it's pretty close. And I've got another app where I can, it's weird, I'll be sitting there back in my bedroom, and um, like last night, I'm, uh, I'm watching the, uh, the Mavericks uh, lose to the Heat, and uh, so I've got the game recorded, and then it goes into overtime, so I'm actually watching, you know, the Channel 8 news block, which is actually the end of the game, and the game isn't over yet, but I know the Mavericks aren't going to win, and or, I know that I'm never going to want to watch this again, so... I'm back in the bedroom on a networked box, and I cannot delete the two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour high-def recording off my DVR from my remote, from the network box. So I lean over, and I grab my phone, and I delete it from my phone. Crazy. I love it. Technology is so awesome. I tell you what, man, the day that we're living in a post-apocalyptic wasteland is going to suck. I'm going to hate it. You keep talking about that. I know. It's been on my mind this last uh, couple weeks. I was okay. telling somebody a story the other day about my grandmother. I remember when she got her first microwave. Okay. She was from Clarksville, Texas, where every syllable we speak is three of her syllables, you know? Nice. I remember her vividly saying, I swear I don't know how I ever got by without this microwave. <laughs> wow. So, you know, imagine what... You know, our grandparents and their families had to grow up with squat. It wasn't microwaves, I'll tell you that. Yeah. All right, Bradley, what you got? Um, I don't have any current comic books. That's not true. Uh, the Moon Knight reboot has been really cool. Tell me a little bit about Moon that Knight, because I'm... As, as you may or may not know, is um, Mark Spector was a mercenary... When he became Moon Knight, he adopted three different personalities. Uh, the one of Mark Spector, okay. Jake Lockley was a taxi cab driver. Huh. That's where he got like some of the street-level gritty lowdown on what was going on in the city that he could, as Moon Knight, take care of. And he was millionaire playboy Stephen Grant. Really? And um, send that to me. Um. Uh, so, for years, he would bounce back and forth between those. He, he had a multiple personality disorder, basically. Okay. Um, well, in the current Moon Knight reboot by Brian Michael Bendis and Alex Malev, uh, which is beautiful and gorgeous, as always, um, he has shed the personalities of uh, Jake Lockley and Stephen Grant and has adopted three new personalities. That of Captain America, Wolverine, and Spider-Man. What? Say what? Yeah, so the first... Spoiler alert for Moon Knight issue one. You just made me very happy. The first issue of the new Moon Knight, um, he is now a successful TV producer who has... Uh, his... his uh, TV show is called Tales of Khonshu, which is the god of the moon that Moon Knight okay. uh, came from. Yeah. Khonshu. Uh, anyway, uh, 
it's basically based on his life as a mercenary and how he became Moon Knight and all that stuff. So, in the as the comic goes on, it shows Moon Knight, Captain America. It shows Captain America, Wolverine, and Spider Man show up at Moon Knight's big party shindig thing and say, "We need your help. We've got this situation, and please help us with it." And at the end of the issue, it's revealed that. He's been talking to himself the whole comic. <laughs> so his... And in issue number two, uh, he and the three superheroes are scoping out this situation, and he's talking to them like they're there, and Spider-Man says, let me go in, I'll handle this. So Moon Knight, Captain America, and uh, Wolverine hang back, and Peter Parker, Spider-Man, goes in to take care of the situation. Well, at the end of the episode, at the end of the uh, issue... Uh, the person that he's fighting, that Spider-Man's fighting, pulls off his mask and rips his his costume at the same time to reveal Stephen Grant, well, Mark Spector. Yeah. That's his real name. Mark Spector and a moon, the moon of his Moon Knight costume underneath the Spider-Man outfit. So Wait, so is he so into his fractured personalities that he's wearing their costumes? Yeah, when he when he... In his mind, it's playing out that that yeah. he and the other heroes say, "Okay, Spider-Man, go do your thing." Right. It's actually him putting on a Spider-Man costume and going and do the. Doing you know, the thing. this Dang. this feels just a little bit like Cowboy Ninja Viking. If you guys, if any of you guys read that, I read one issue of that. Couldn't get past the art. Oh my gosh, it is so brilliantly weird. Yeah. It's it's about this guy. He he has three personalities, and they all talk to him. And he and well, it, they know, have created a series of, of, of secret soldiers, and they all have three personalities, and they all have to fight each other. And it is weird, like so much fun. Weird. It's not a new thing for Moon Knight to have three yeah. personalities, but so the, the like play the, out, the, but to play out this way kind of feels. Yeah, it's a different. It's a different take on it for wow. sure. So that's that's what I'm, and and Alex Malev does the covers. But he makes it look like Bill Sienkiewicz is doing the covers, who did most of the Love art that. and covers for the original Moon Knight series. Okay. Um, is, have we? Have you seen? Is Frenchie still around? Because the last time I saw Frenchie, he had lost both of his legs, which I thought was kind of sh- crappy. In the in the previous incarnation of the Moon Knight series, Frenchie was still around. Frenchie's gay. Mm-hmm. I don't know if if. And he lost both of his legs. That was more the deal that bothered me than than. Than him uh, being gay, I, he I can't remember how he lost his legs, but he did, and his physical therapist uh, that helped him, you know, recover from that. They ended up, you know, becoming a couple. He and, and this physical therapist guy. So they're marching in a Takay Pride rally. Yes, <laughs> right. Um, but does he? But does he? St- I want to know. Did oh they give my. him back his legs? <laughs> well, because <laughs> that's what that bothered me that he lost both of his legs. Why? Because what about Flash um, Thompson in Amazing Spider-Man lost well, both his legs? He was a soldier and lost him in Iraq. I, I think Does it was the you? I think it was the way. Fla- I don't know why. I always liked that character Frenchie. You mm-hmm. know, when I uh, especially in the because he was kind of like he was the French guy who flew the helicopter. Yeah, and he talked like this, and his dialogue was written this way, and and he so was here. And he's he, basically French TC. Uh, he he was French uh, Alfred. Oh, you know he okay. t- he took care he took care of Moon Knight. It's not TC then. Yeah, What's I don't TC? know I don't know what TC is. Come on, boys. 
Tender, loving care. Magna P.I.? Never watched it. Never wa- I've never seen an episode of Magna P.I. That was my mom's show. Stop the show! <laughs> that was my mom's show. Why would I watch a show my mom liked? There was a guy with was a mustache. Magna P.I., dude! With a guy with a mustache. Hey, it was Tom Selleck who was so tall, he had to have the uh, he had to have the top taken off the Ferrari to fit in it. It's a true fact. I think Bill has a man crush. <laughs> no, I watched Simon. Oh and, I watched Simon and Simon. There you go. Now you're talking that Simon was, and Simon. That was a great show. I never dun, had time dun, dun, for those, no, wait, those you remember this? two weirdos. I'm going to play the Simon and Simon theme song. You know Thank what? You. I have never watched anything Gerald McRaney has been in, and I'm proud. Yes, you have. It. You've seen the 18 movie. Okay, fine. That's a one-off. That doesn't count. Simon and Simon was a great show. Yeah. You should... You should uh, you should borrow if you like Alex Malev's art, then you should seriously check out the Moon Knight book. I'm not watching Simon and freaking very, Simon. Forget it. Then how about we listen what does to that the have theme? To do with, what does that have to do with Moon Knight? I don't know. You're the one that brought it up. I said that Magnum PI. Uh, where, where were we? Uh, huh? yeah, what? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. No. But, but uh, oh, oh yeah. gosh, I love that. Alright, you guys have fun with this. I'm gonna get some chips or something. You gotta tell us about your comic. Here you go, Brad. Simon and Simon! That was the awesomest show when I was a kid. <laughs> I mean, come on. Are you kidding? Whatever happened to Jameson Parker, though? He's like. I like this little riff right here. And now. With the sax. And now they're going to come with the forklift through the wall of fire, remember? Yep. Here it comes, look. The red pickup with the, yep. Here we go, look! Yep. Hey, he went through the wall of fire! You can't say that this show was not a good show. (laughs) It was awesome. I love that show. I love that show. Riptide? What's Riptide? Uh, that was a show on NBC. It was about detectives who lived, um, who lived by the ocean, and they had a nerdy guy who was like their counterpart, and they had a helicopter. <laughs> That's all you need to know, Brad. Kind of similar. Yes, I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> they rip off Simon and Simon. It's a Riptide. Look, the guy with the hat. (laughs) Did we just find... That's a total... Dude, that is a total... (laughs) Is that Tom Wopat? I think so. That was Tom Wopat. Look, he went through the the wall of fire. Oh, they have a robot there. (laughs) Joe Penny. Dude, if that is not a Simon and Simon ripoff, I you don't know are what totally is. right. Riptide, you remember Riptide? Oh yeah, you guys feeling better now? Yeah. Okay. All right, Bill. Tell yeah. us about a comic and, and try not to talk about Legion superheroes. <laughs> but that's what I've been reading lately. <laughs> You'll be happy to know that I've been okay. I'm. You got to stack the trades there. I'm going to keep. About it, I'm going to keep it short. Okay. Uh, no, I've been uh, digging my way through the. Uh, the volume four legion slash legionnaires run and uh it's 125 and 81 or is 83 issues respectively 
and I'm about uh, about two thirds the way through it now, and uh, I can't wait because as soon as I get done with this, I will have read every Legion issue that I think's ever been put out, as far as I know. That, that, congratulations! That's, that's actually very impressive. Yeah. So, uh, um, yeah, I mean, I'm down to like I've got about fifty issues left. I figure between the two. Uh, uh, before I reached the end where I picked it up originally back in 2000. I have um, yet to, to read every single Amazing Spider-Man issue that there's ever been. You know, there there's a chance there's a couple of piecemeal issues uh, that I haven't read from, like, back in the 70s. But, uh, oh well. Um, yeah, it's been good. And uh, I've, been, I've spent years uh, getting them all together. And uh, so now I'm enjoying the fruits of my labors. And... I look forward to getting finished with them so I can go back to reading uh, novels someday. Because frankly, I've been, I've been so wrapped up in this. Uh, you know, it's been a it's been a months long process, and, and I'm just wondering if I'm going to have to continue into, you know, the 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 Abnett Landing Legion run, which is where this all leads to. So you know, you're, times, you're, you're talking about um, completing runs. Uh, for those who listened to the con episode, I was like five issues short of getting my Blue Devil. Oh, yes. Well, um, once I realized what the actual number was, I went online to mycomicshop.com and ordered the last five. So I now yeah. have complete Blue Devil. 31, epi- 31 issues, one annual. I've done the same thing. I mean, I've, I've, I've hit cons and gotten huge swaths of those mm-hmm. comics I need. But then I've supplemented it at New Cadia and my comic book shop, and just kind of uh, on on. A, I love my comic book shop, but I think New Cadia is maybe my favorite uh, place to go hunt and peck for that kind of stuff. I have a current, uh, a complete run of the current Moon Knight series. <laughs> nice, nice. All wow, two how many? All two issues. Yeah. Wow. So uh, I'm I'm really impressed that they uh, they rebooted it. I actually do have a current. I mean, a, a complete run of uh, the old Web of Spider Man. How many? How, how many? How much I think that, that ended up being 120, 129, maybe one hundred and sixty-nine issues. I think it was 100, 129 issues. You know, this was That's something cool. that I never quite understood. So maybe you can answer it. So, uh, what was the crux of the web of Spider-Man? Was it just to have another Spider-Man title, or was it this is another aspect of his life we're looking at? Well, I think originally. Um, as I think it's safe to say with most uh, additional books of one character you know from one character like you know you've got Green well I was going to use Green Lantern as an example but they're they're not both Hal Jordan books they're Green Lantern they're Hal Jordan and then Green Lantern Corps so like um, because like like for instance Batman and Detective right. Detectives are, are one off mysteries that's how it's meant hey, to be right anybody I'll take it um, I think originally the plan was that okay first there was Amazing Spider-Man mm-hmm. then there came Peter Parker the Spectacular Spider-Man it was titled which that was way. awesome it was titled that way because it focused on more Peter Parker issues we saw Spider-Man every issue but it it really attacked you, stories that, you know, like from Peter Parker's point of view and how it affected his personal life. It's more about his personal life. Yeah. As opposed Spider-Man to was about Spider-Man amazing. and Peter Parker. This was Peter Parker yes. and Spider-Man. So, Web of Spider-Man, when it originally started, it was more of a 
I dare use the word creepy, not horror, but creepy mystery type, strange type. It eventually got away from that. Mm-hmm. Like most titles do. They like kind most of... titles do. And eventually, you know, it got to where there was four Spider-Man books a month so they could publish part one this week, part two next week, you know, that type of thing. I yeah. just found a Wikipedia. I can read that, too. Um, let's see. Let me find something that's kind of interesting. Run 129 episodes. Yeah. It replaced Marvel's team-up as the third major that's Spider-Man right. title of its time. There was Marvel. There was Amazing. There was Peter Parker. And there was Marvel team-up. Right. Marvel team-up ended... And Web of Spider-Man was born. As That's opposed to exactly. Marvel 2-in-1, which is totally different. Yes. Right. Let's see. Um, it replaced Marvel Team. Uh, its first issues featured the return of Spider-Man's bl- alien black costume, which attempted to rebond with Peter. Yes. Peter managed to rid himself of the costume again using church bells, and the alien was presumed to have died afterwards. After several rounds. Uh, they used church bells again? <laughs> apparently, well, it worked once, you know? I guess, why not twice? You just yep. figure a... A villain that powerful would uh, not be fooled by the same mistake twice. I yeah, th- this this just looks like like it was just another Spider-Man title. With, yeah. So it so you could have three storylines going. Right. Okay. Um, and I I just thought of this, and I I again don't mean to take us on a tangent, but I peeked at the Amazing Spider-Man issue that came out today. Which one was that, or what makes it special? Well, it's just the current. You okay. Know, it's the, but I looked at it. There's been a character that I've seen on covers lately, um, and once again, this is, something else happened today. A character was revealed to be somebody that makes me just want to punch whoever's responsible oh. for Spider-Man in the Spoil face. It. Spoil away. This character, it's like... And, and uh, what issue are we talking about, just so people know? I don't know what... Are you being issue. mysterious because we don't know who this character is? No. Or? Spider-Man fans will know who Gene DeWolf is. Okay, see, I don't know who Gene DeWolf is. Gene DeWolf... Is it a lady? ...was a detective in a uh, that Peter David invented in okay. uh, Peter Parker. I think it was still called Peter Parker. It might have just been called... I think it was Peter Parker, the Spectacular Spider-Man, I think. Anyway, have you heard of the Sin Eater? I've heard the name. Okay, the Sin Eater was revealed to be a police officer. But anyway, the Sin Eater killed Gene DeWolf with a shotgun. Point blank, killed her. Cut her right well, in half. Well, today she shows up alive and well in an Amazing Spider-Man comic, and I just want to spit on Dan Slott. So your reaction was... What, you people think this is funny? Yes, it just... I'm just so angry. I feel like one of my very good friends has died. Let's wow. see. Six, and, this, has, and this death has been going on for a few years now, too. 664. Death won't stop me. Um, no, this must be an older issue. Never mind. Continue. I'm not sure exactly what it, what number it was, mm-hmm. but... You know, they've already brought back Craven the Hunter, who... Blew his own friggin' head off with a shotgun? And he's back? How did they figure that? Oh, come on. It's comic books. He cloned... Somebody got cloned. He did... It was dude, a fake bullet. Dude, I read... Uh, it was all a dream. No, what? his... I tell you how Craven came back. His wife performed a ritual and brought him back from the dead. There you go. It's magic. That's the way Mephisto did it. Uh, screw it. Um, anyway, I don't want to talk about Spider-Man. It just makes um, me sad and sick to my... It literally... Well, 
makes me sick to my stomach that I am not buying The Amazing Spider-Man weekly. Mm-hmm. I, man, one thing that I've really been digging over the last uh, couple of years now is the uh, they'll put out the sagas occasionally, mm-hmm. free. You know, you pick them up free. It'll be the the War of Kings saga, or the Spider-Man saga, or the Daredevil saga, or the whatever. Mm-hmm. It's something Marvel's doing. That's good. Um, that's where we are. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. amazing. Um, and in general, they're really cool. No, yeah, they I put love the, those books. They put out the Thor saga recently. Yeah. But that's I, I missed that up, one. I haven't picked that one up. I picked up that Spider-Man. It might not be in stores any longer. It's been it was out a month or two ago. But uh, um, I picked up. The, I'm going to pick up any of those that are free, just because. Do you, you know, still it, have the Spider-Man saga? Yeah, I may. I'd have to. I don't know where in the heck I'd have it. I could take I'd a like look. I'd like to look at leave. it if you haven't. Man, you, you know what I, I do have with mine? Never. It, the whole point of the of the these free sagas mm-hmm. is to catch you up. Yeah. So you can jump on at that point. I have never been so confused. I mean, reading after Final, reading the Spider Man. Let's put it this way: Final Crisis was less confusing than the <laughs> Spider Man saga. Okay, and they went through all this Craven the Hunter stuff. Yeah. And I just was, I was so lost. I would like to read that if you still have it. I will look for it. But no, normally, they, what they I do went with... through all the, the Craven the Hunter stuff mm-hmm. and his. Now it's his family and it's his wife right. and it's he's back and now it's his daughter and now it's and I'm just sitting there turning these pages going, what the heck is you know and those things they're fairly dense, word wise, yeah. mm-hmm. and so it takes you a while to get through it, and the whole time I'm just almost literally shaking my head going. Really? What? And then I turn the page and I go, seriously? Well, um... Oh, man. By the way, what yes. I do with my sagas yes. is I put a half hour wasted card on them. Really? And I leave them places. Oh. I take you mean all just the, like... I take all those free... Them? Yeah, I tape it to it. Really? And I leave it like in a coffee shop or in a laundromat or... Cool. You in a restaurant. Just leave it there. So right, cool. someone will find it, see the show. That's a good idea. I've got a stack of comics that I don't know what to do with. Yeah. That I'm not going to want to collect, quote unquote, collect or keep, but I feel weird about throwing away. Mm-hmm. But well, you could always sell them at half price, you know. I was, which is basically yeah. the same as giving them away. Yeah, yeah but no offense. But um, well, here's a quarter for a hundred books. No doubt. I got ten dollars for my one foot stack of uh, yeah. Superman. Man, I took in a uh, basically. You know, that's an extra square foot of space you have plus ten bucks. Yeah, mm-hmm. I took in a uh, a box of of. They weren't comics. They were they were hardbacks. But there's also a bunch of National Geographic's. They were basically in mint condition, and yeah, I figure those things are always being sold at half price. They, those got to be worth something. I took in a box. It was like uh, it wasn't a liquor box, but it was about the same size. You know, um, you know, a, a couple of cubic feet, I guess, and it was full to the rim, bursting with literature, and I got. It may have been. I think it was like a buck fifty, and it was really. I mean, I, I probably could have made more money, you know, recycling this in bulk. You know, just how much you give me for this many pounds of paper? You know, I just. I, I love half price books, and I you know, see how they make their money. They're not going to give you a half price. Yeah. No, I, I don't expect that. I, I get the 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 retail wholesale price difference concept, but I. I you know, if you're going to sell, um, you know, if you're going to sell National Geographic for two bucks or whatever it is, I, I think that you could give me a twenty cents for it. You know, I mean, I but you know, I, I'm 
I'm sorry, this is me off on a tangent. That That's just, uh, you just go to Half Price when you just want to clean out your closet. You want to get yeah. just, you know, a couple bucks so you can get another book. That's well, what that's, I do. With I, I mean, I'm sitting there thinking. I get I've ten this, bucks, I throw them in there, I get enough for a half. I've a, got this really heavy box full of stuff. And I'm expecting, I don't know, five or ten bucks for it, enough to go get another book. Well, now, you know? now, intro to economics, 1997, you know, that's not going to catch a lot of money, you know. Those weird books, you know, those consumer reports you have from 1985. Okay. You know, that's not going to bring you a lot of money. Well, but these are, you know, again, it wasn't just National yeah. Geographic, but yeah. those things are fairly Tom timeless. Tom Sawyer, you know, Tom Sawyer, I mean, yeah, it's timeless, but really, you go down there, how many copies of Tom Sawyer do they have? Yeah. Or, you know. I don't know. I just I just thought it was just more a, a case of I'm... I'm flooding this place with so much volume mm-hmm. that I figured it would have made me at least $5 or so. I was wrong. It's cool. I'm not mad. I was a little surprised. Okay. But yeah, man, I, I, uh, uh, you were talking about um, uh, finishing your collection out at uh, My Comic Book Shop. Yeah. And um, My Comic Book Shop. I went to the brick and mortar version of it today, um, based largely, I mean, that's, uh, I love Madness and I love Lone Star, and I kind of, I kind of flip flop between the two. Uh, um, if I'm looking for like variant covers and stuff, uh, oftentimes I will go to Madness because they seem to have a really awesome selection of variant covers, and not not the ones that you're paying fifteen, twenty dollars for, but just you know, like the when the um, FF uh, rebooted. Speaking of reboots, yeah, they had like four um, covers. Yeah, they had four covers at Madness for cover price. It was awesome, and I got the uh, the goofiest one. Uh, that was inked by uh, Joe Sinnott, but um, uh, it was just, it, it looked like art that a fifth grader would have done. It was really weird. Was it my imagination, or was, today was there two co- two different covers for Flashpoint number two? I went to Lone Star and only saw one. If there, if there, now that's one thing, if there is a variant cover at cover price, I'm almost, I'm almost always going to get that. The um, only reason I would go out of my way to get a variant cover at the same price is yeah. if there's a hot girl on one of them. Dude, you should okay. That's well, the only reason. Let me let me dovetail this back into Legion of Superheroes then, because the uh, the 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 new Legion uh, incarnation that they're thirteen episodes, thirteen issues into um, the uh, the variant of issue the the regular cover of issue one is nothing but a fist with a Green Lantern ring on it and okay. a Legion ring, I think. Um, that's all it is. It's just a hand with the two rings on it, uh, if I remember it right. The variant is a Jim Lee rendition of the classic Saturn Girl pink bikini. Oh! And I was able to find uh, both the... And, and so I Saturn do not have... girl. Yeah, I don't have the... Uh, uh, Jim Lee. The, the regular cover of Legion Number 1, but I have that... Uh, I have that variant, which is tremendous, by the way. And I was able to find just the black and white uh, variant of it. And so I've got both of those. Oh, I'm looking at it right now. It's got the little ring where the belly button is. Yeah. Oh, look at it, guys. Saturn Girls. She's cute. Look at that. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's that looks definitely suspiciously it. like the cover to uh, Infinite Crisis number two with Power Girl on the front. Yeah. Well, it's Jim Lee. It's true. So uh, there's a, uh, there's okay, a connection main. <laughs> But yeah, that I was, just wanted to see it. But, but, but that I'm was done. the cover I got. I just I've always figured, you know, one of the things I like about collecting comics these days is that you know back and you know, we've gone over this before, so I'll keep it short. Back in the '90s, 
a million copies of comic. These days, I don't know, 50, 60, 80,000 copies of comic. And I realize that people these days are probably taking more care with the comics they do get. You know, people these days probably do not treat them as disposable comics like they used to when they were cheaper. So, you know, in, in 20, 30, 40 years, assuming uh, we're not living in a post-apocalyptic wasteland, and there might be a. You no, know, I think that's for the it. fourth time you've said that phrase. I know tonight. I'm having fun with it. Which one? Can you tell? Post-apocalyptic. Oh yeah, post-apocalyptic. That's not easy after you've had a couple of these 16 ounce Miller Lights either. Post-apocalyptic wasteland. I know. Luckily, I want pre-apocalyptic. Yay, we are in pre-apocalyptic times. Oh right, it's like yeah, pre-apocalyptic times. So back in old Western days, did they know that they were in cowboy <laughs> days? So we're in cowboy days, right? That's right. Shoot him up. Yes, we are, son. Yeah, wow, right, we're son. in cowboy days. Get my lasso. <laughs> Get my lasso. So, but, so, uh, uh, so I go to uh, Lone Star because you, Frank, told me that you picked up a fairly bad-to-the-bone <laughs> graphic novel for 99 cents. Omega the Unknown from Marvel. 99 you know cents. I uh, I could not be uh, and it's actually I'm I've only read the first two or three issues of it. It's it's it's, it's interesting. I want to see how it turns out. Yeah. Well, I um, I don't mean to be uh, uh, cheeky because no, I could not do better. But art by Jim Mooney and Herb Trimp and guys like that yeah. turns me off. Oh, really? But it's written by Steve Gerber, the great. And Steve did Gerber. you see who else is on there? It's Steve Gerber and Mary Scream. I know it's, uh, yeah, I mean, Roger Stern and Mark Gruenwald uh, uh, get some time here. But um, yeah, and, and there's a little bit of Al Milgram uh, thrown in there, too. Which, can we talk about Omega just for a bit? Yeah, I haven't, I haven't touched it yet. I, I, I know you still got to dive into it, and I'm only three issues into it. Yep. But feels like a Marvel version of Captain Marvel. In that really? there, there is a young boy somehow attached to the hero, Omega huh. the Unknown. And somehow they're connected. Still got to see how. It's interesting. I'm enjoying reading it. And it's kind of cool. I mean, these originally came out in uh, 76 and 77. Yep. Um, and then there was a... Uh, um, I haven't gotten this far, but uh, um, two. he also appears in two issues of The Defenders... In the uh, early 80s. So he jumps forward quite a bit. And at one point, I had both of these Defenders issues. I, oh, I, really? used, to, I used to love me some Defenders. Uh, well, I've just I've always been kind of a Doctor Strange... Uh, uh, I've always been soft uh, soft on him. You know, he's, uh, um, he's someone I truly enjoy. But so, yeah. So I get this Omega the Unknown for 99 cents. And I'm sitting there thinking, not a bad little score there. How much was that trade originally? Uh... $30. Are you kidding me? No. I made a $3,000 profit. <laughs> a 3,000% profit. You've got 10 issues of Unknown and 2 yep. issues of... So 12 issues yep. for 30 bucks originally. Yep. And now you just paid a Washington for it. That's yeah. it. Well, originally the uh, heck, I don't like this art, but I'd buy this for a dollar. That's what uh, I actually, thought. and actually, Brad, the storytelling is pretty good. I'd Art's buy not that great. For hey, look, it's Mary Jane. Well, but you gotta, that's Amber, <laughs> but Brad, very Mary Jane-ish. And what yeah. really, uh, really cracks me up is that uh, she says, "Can't live on expectations, punk." 
<laughs> yeah, that's like, that, that's that the like kid's Mary nickname, Jane. Punk. She's saucy. But yeah, even at the uh, the original cover price of twenty five and thirty cents, respectively, for Omega the Unknown, you're still making some bread off the deal, baby. Yeah. And so I uh, uh, I went in and I picked up uh, Adventure Comics and uh, uh, Flashpoint, and I got World of Flashpoint. I considered getting uh, one of the others, um, but I just said, nah, maybe. You know, I, the Ab and Sir one. I, you know, in a perfect world with all the time and money I could ever possibly want, I would have gotten the Secret Seven and the Ab and Sir, and and I just. I don't know why my brain is telling me there was another. Maybe there wasn't. But uh, I think they're they're cool. I'd like to have them, but I didn't get them. Um, but I got the world of Flashpoint because I do want to find out what the world of Flashpoint is. I just hope it's not too personal a story. It looks like it's going to follow this uh, this girl um, who I don't recognize. Yeah, it's going to follow her. Adventure. I'm not, it's even, a new I'm character, not interested. And then I got the uh, I got Adventure Comics uh, too, which is uh, pretty sweet because it is. Uh, um, it's kind of a backup. Uh, Can I see your fear itself? Is that fear itself course, three? Yes, it is. I'm gonna go to the left page. I haven't, I haven't seen it yet. But while I was there, so uh, Lone Star does this nice thing where they've got these uh, the trades that they can't sell otherwise, apparently. So they're marking them down, and I've picked up some 399 uh, trades there. You know, they're originally 20, 25, whatever, 30. But um, I got that Omega the Unknown for 99 cent, and I picked up three. Trades for two ninety nine a pop because wow, awesome. why the heck not? I mean, it's the cost of a comic, and it's a trade. Yeah, I got uh, I got uh, four first family, which I think is cool, but I don't know who Joe Casey or Chris Weston is. Is that Chris Weston? Weston. Chris, Chris West. Chris West. Weston, I believe, was recently involved with um, Marvel's The Twelve. Oh yeah, okay. Oh, he was the artist on The Twelve. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, that was uh, Dynamite. But yes, Dynamite, a uh, spinoff slash subsidiary of Marvel. Well, right. Whoa. I just looked at the end of, Let me of, have, uh, of, uh, oh of Fear Itself. Don't spoil Big it. Big ending. Don't spoil it. I didn't, Last page. I didn't pick Big up. Big ending. I didn't pick up Fear Itself. So this, so. Uh, this four first family is... I was mildly interested in the subject matter. It's... Uh, Basically, what happens to them right after they get their powers and how they adjust to their new life? And I thought, after two ninety nine, what's the worst that can happen? It's six issues. Holy cow! Lord, hope the dog yeah, okay. holy cow! We're talking about fear itself. That's a pretty holy cow moment. Pardon the pun. Yeah, right. And then I picked up uh, Fantastic Four colon foes. <laughs> it is, and it's not a collection. I mean, it's a. Uh, um, Brad, six we, may, issues, we, we may have to stop so you can read Fear Itself at the end because the ending is pretty oh my god, OMG written by Robert Kirkman what is that? Fantastic Four Foes huh. and I said, dude, Robert Kirkman? let me see that, count me in, Holmes let me see that. oh, you know they're just going to be uh, it's going to be like Invincible and then the last thing I got was uh, um, New Universal everything went white the, uh, the first trade of uh, that and I'm not terribly... Uh, what I'm doing here is I'm trusting that Warren Ellis is a cool writer and Salvador LaRocca, I know, is an awesome artist. So um, we'll see uh, We'll see where that goes. Okay. But uh, but I love the idea of something written by uh, Warren Ellis. It, it wouldn't surprise me this is very much like Planetary or maybe The Authority or something like that. Other things that Warren Ellis has written. I mean, is so. that New Universal, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And again... Uh, that 
299. Brother! Let me let so, me read a couple of things oh, from yeah. the forum. Before we wrap and see it up and see. Bill, you yes. need to read Fear Itself tonight. Cool. Brad and I looked uh, at the last page. You need to read it I'll tonight. I'll do it as soon as I can. Um, oh, so, you need this. Uh, back in uh, episode 221, it was the Brad and Bill show. Yes. And you said the first person that posts on the forum the name of the song that Carl was... Nice. <laughs> we have a winner. All right. The winner is Mike Schwartz, Green hey. Skeleton. Oh! We have a winner. He says Led Zeppelin, The Ocean. Nice. And sir, Michael Schwartz, you are correct. And he says, and Bill, you can keep the Legion books. <laughs> Damn it. So, he doesn't want a prize. No, I told him. I I told. I said I would send out a trade. Hey, I've got a nice. Brad, uh, I got a box full of trades. I can just send them what's out there. Dude, it's I just from got a prize box. I just got All this right, trade. So. It's called Omega the Unknown. <laughs> Mike, um, let's go pick up another copy. <laughs> There's like five more of them. Mike, send us an email with your <laughs> with your address, or send send me or Frank an e- an email with your address. Tell you what, um, if you just send it to Frank <laughs> at Half yeah, Hour Wasted, okay. just send me your snail mail and I'll drop it in the mail this weekend. Alright. Nice. Don't I know wanted, what you're getting, but you're getting something. I wanted Dude. to read some uh, Hey, you some, just a got couple a Rebels trade. You can send them that. Uh, yeah, I'll be done reading with it by then. So I wanted to done. read a, just a couple of comments uh, on our on our con show, which ended up, it was long, but it ended up being being real nice. I enjoyed it that a was lot. Nice show. It's cool. I um, hope everybody enjoyed their vacation from me that week. <laughs> Uh, Johnny M says he loves the con shows, and I said why. And he said because Frank's interviews are awesome. Oh, thank you, Johnny. Uh, let me find. Let I me mean, find. I enjoy the I'm con. Gonna find I just don't it. think I. I don't think I participated any in the content. You were you were I there. Gonna, I was there peripherally. You were there. I'm using the Tapa Talk. Android app. Do you well, like that? Be an because I app. still have not. Uh, you can get you can get it on on uh, iPhone, iPad. Okay, I'm using the. It's it was it's free. Tapatalk. I thought it was. Yeah. Oh, no, thought it was like it's hundred percent free. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Tapatalk is the app I'm using to access forumforgeeks.com. Dude, I'm going to get it right now. Um. Of course, I have th- said things with hundred percent certainty being wrong. Okay, here we are. Episode two twenty two. Uh, I'm receiving from server. Of course, I am using 3G because I'm not getting a 4G signal here and out on the patio. My Wi-Fi signal. I finally got a 4G phone, and I have to say, I'm very disappointed with the 4G coverage in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. It is body. You must be in the wrong spots. I mean, I get get it a lot. Well, like when I'm driving around Dallas-Fort Worth, it's spotty everywhere. I mean, when driving around, I'll get a nice, nice signal, and then I lose it. And then huh. quarter block away, I'll get it again, and it'll work great for that bubble, wow. and then it's down. By the way, I don't mean to... Uh, when it works, it works great. I don't want to blow your worldview, but Tap Talk Forum app is two ninety nine. Oh, oh, snap! Oh, snap! I was wrong! All right. Um, Where's Bismarcky? The Electric Ooh, Mayhem. Snap. Oh, I said... Uh, Sweet! I said something about it. You know, thanks for waiting a while. And Electric Mayhem says, Well worth the wait. Tuesday just got a little bit brighter. 80s Junkie says, Love. That's uh, Dennis Poo. He says, Love the exclusive. Mm-hmm. You got from Leonard Nimoy. I think <laughs> maybe that was when I said... Uh, 
I don't know. Maybe don't William know. Bell. You said you he love said William Bell's awesome, and he said uh, thanks. Exclusive. I didn't he even, did. He, what, I didn't uh, even realize he turned around and saw us. No, uh, Brad said that anyway. He 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 made some acknowledgement to William <laughs> Bell. Uh, he he said, I thought he giggled a bit, and he might have said, said thank, thank you. you. He did I say thank you. Nice. Jonathan Kreitz says, I've always wondered what setup y'all use for your portable recording. The audio sounds great. Frank, what what kind of recorder do you this use? This is a Yamaha Pocket Track CX. Okay, and then I have the Zoom H2 recorder. Um, Solid. That we use, you know, with a line in when we're in the mm-hmm. studio setting. And uh, if I had it tonight, I could have been recording with it out here on the patio. That's what I use at the cons. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I in the studio setting, I run things through a mixer and then pipe it into the H2. And when I I think one reason why our interviews sound good in when we're when we're at the uh, cons is that I do monitor them, so I'm not just flying blind. Right. So I know that my mic needs to be closer to you right. or further from you. Or... Even right now, Frank's got headphones in. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and we should mention this, which is pretty awesome. We mentioned it on that con show, but Noogie ninety nine Nuggie ninety nine says. I so hope that Palmiotti puts one of June Bob's drawing in the right place. He draws good. Of course, we know Palmiotti is going to help June Bob, you know, become famous. Try to get some work, or at least pass on his stuff to That's the right person. So great. We also anybody know what Nuggy Ninety Nine's real name is? Hey, sorry, did I spit make, on yeah, you? I'm sorry, Brad. I spit a <laughs> pedacio on Brad. And then the last comment was Electric Mayhem again. He says, great episode, and since I have never, ever found the appeal of a video podcast, I say a pox on those interviewers. Bad form. Uh, the guys that jumped That interrupted in, you. They weren't a video podcast, actually. It was an audio podcast, but... Brad, I swear good. I saw a camera. Did you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then, it was bad form either way. Yeah. Yeah, they just need to learn a little bit I about still it, wish I, I would have said something to him, but... You you know, I'm, try, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to let go of my anger, you know, like Yoda would want me to. You know what I mean? Let go of your hate. Hate leads to suffering and all that jazz. It's right. So hate trying, leads to suffering. I'm trying really hard. Suffering leads to brownies or some or other. I forget what that was. I got back on my no sugar diet. Start on Memorial Day. <laughs> boom, no sugar. So no more DPS. No, no more. Pepper. No more sugar. Good for you. The man. only sugar I'm gonna drink is what might be in my Starbucks coffee or what might be in you know, come in the creamer that I put in my coffee. Okay. But you're not going to actively drink sugar drinks? No. I'm not drinking any... I'm not even going to drink diet sodas anymore. Good. Just cutting it out. I'm not going to sneak the cookie. I'm not going to take a sip of Dr. Pepper. I'm not going to eat three M&M's. Just, (laughs) I'm out. I'm totally going to lose it all. Again. So, um... Okay. Good for you, man. You can do it. You can do it, right? I did it once. I'll do it again. I'm proud of you. I am sleepy tired. All right, I've ladies. Been, um, I've been drinking tea lately. Good for you, buddy. <laughs> to supplement the Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I don't know it's why, unsweet. Bill. But just the way you said that, you said it like almost like bragging. I've been drinking tea lately. Yeah. You know, well, brew. Yeah. I've been, been drinking tea, tea lately. Is it sweet tea? Hell no. Okay, good. That's not the point. I, in fact, I've never understood... Why? I mean, now I, I we had this discussion uh, Monday uh, up in Oklahoma with uh, some rednecks we're hanging out with. Um, says uh, the guy. With those the are country people. Says the guy from who Oklahoma. don't have unemployment. Who has a redneck? Um, <laughs> so uh, I've never understood why you drink sweet tea. 
I assume as people have grown up on it, they they appreciate the taste. Well, there, there are some people that know the difference between sweet tea that's brewed sweet and sweet tea that started out as unsweetened that had somebody just throw a couple of teaspoons of sugar in. It okay. tastes different, supposedly. Okay. So it's an art form to I, it. I wouldn't know, but uh, but for me, if you're going to drink tea, I want to just... It basically it's just brown water with some caffeine in it. Golly, yeah. you know what? And I'm okay I'm, with that. I do. If, if Given the choice, I don't care for sweet tea, but I like the half and half. You know where half I'm going sweet, after this? Half regular. I'm going to go south of here, go to Quick Trip, and get yeah. me a 32-ounce iced tea unsweetened. 59 cent, brother. That's right. We're back on summer prices, sir. Amen. <laughs> and, uh, uh, Which means 59 cent sodas at the at the Quick Trip. That's what I'm saying. But yeah. that's just... But hey, all sizes, 59 it's, it's like It's like an event right? here. It's like, oh, yeah. summer prices on the drink. 59 uh, cents. <laughs> Um, you'll also be happy to know that if you uh, have the guts to uh, drive to a racetrack, I believe they're doing 49 cent oh, yeah? this summer. So They're a little sketchy at the racetrack. They try to be the quick trip. Well, the, the newest mm-hmm. constructed, yep. the newer racetracks are very nice. There's one. Um, I have upgraded a little bit. They're the not smaller, so much about the cigarettes anymore. Right. Like the, older, <laughs> the other ones are all about the cigarettes, man. The smaller racetracks don't even serve iced tea. Oh, like there's a racetrack down there at the corner of the Tollway and Trinity Mills. Yeah, on the south side. Yeah, no iced tea. What? No iced tea. I walked in and said, "Where's your iced tea?" And he goes, "Oh, it's back in the cooler." I said, oh, "You man. mean that bottled Lipton stuff that tastes like lemon uh, sugar?" He goes, "Yeah, that's the only tea we got." Pardon my French, but H E C K. What is up with <laughs> right. that? Thank you. Thank you for taking the low road on that. Somebody had to. Anyway. All right, we just hit 60. So that's a wrapper. I like these patio shows. Yeah, these patio shows. I do shows. like the, pre, the the production value shows. I really do. But I also just like kicking it on the patio. This is kicking it and laid back. Well, we'll and, see. You know, I mean, and, get, and guess what we get to do after this? We get to put our stuff in our bags and walk out. Because yeah. there's, there's that 20 minute of wrapping cables, yeah. putting mixers away yeah. and stuff. This is just walk. And I'll FTP these uh, tomorrow. Okay. All right, guys. Awesome. With that, boom, 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 boom. Thank you for listening to a half hour wasted. Proud member of the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Visit our website, hhwlod.com, to check out blogs, photos, and more. And don't forget the message board at forumsforgeeks.com. Send your questions and comments to half hour wasted at Gmail or leave us a voicemail at 972 798 3830. Be sure to check out the Legion of Dudes podcast, which comes out every Thursday in the same feed. Be sure to check out the Walking Dead TV podcast and keep an eye out for our media minutes. Visit our sponsor, DCB Service. Until next time, I'm Frank. I'm Bill. I'm Brett. And we'll see you next time on Half Hour. It's like how that worked. I just played that one straight. That was nice. Yeah. It's a change. It's a change, Bill. Thanks. Let's keep it fresh. Keep it fresh. Congratulations, Bill. See you Monday.